Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and today with me is the one and only Chief Science Officer of Tailored Coaching Method, Dr. Brandon Roberts. Today, we have another podcast short for you, and Brandon is going to be breaking down BCAs, branch chain amino acids. Are they worth the hype? There is a lot of marketing and a lot of money spent in the supplement industry on BCAs, but do they do anything? Are they really worth it? Is there any value to BCAs? Should you be taking BCAs? If you should be, when should you be? And why would you spend the money to do so? Is the benefit great enough to spend your hard-earned dollars on branched-chain amino acids? This is a great topic. This is a topic that I've been wanting to cover for a long time, but I wanted uh, our chief science officer to do it because I think that there's so much research on this and there's so much money invested into branched-chain amino acid supplements that uh, I wanted to make sure that the information put into this podcast was done by one of the best people, one of the smartest people that I know in the evidence-based space, and that is our chief science officer, Dr. Brandon Roberts. So, on today's podcast short, he is going to be breaking down branch chain amino acids and whether or not they are worth the hype. As always, guys, if you enjoy this podcast, if you are a regular listener, thank you for listening first and foremost. Thank you for subscribing and make sure you leave us a rating and review if you have not yet. If you are a new listener, thank you for being here. Make sure that you listen through the whole entire episode, gather as much information that you can practically apply as possible. And if you enjoy it and it helped you in any way, please hit the subscribe button. Make sure you leave a rating and review and share this with a friend if they could use the information as well. Without any further ado, let's talk BCAs with Dr. Brandon Roberts. Hey guys, this is uh, Brandon Roberts, the CSO at Tailored Coaching Method. So today I want to get into BCAAs. Uh, This is a topic that I get a lot of questions on. We get a lot of questions on at TCM. And the thing we're going to boil it down to is, are they useful or useless, right? Um, So to give you a little bit of background, need to cover what amino acids are. So there's about 20 amino acids and they're split into essential and non-essential. Now of the nine essential amino acids, uh, we have three BCAAs or branch chain amino acids. And those are isoleucine, leucine, and valine. Uh, And what's special about these are simply the name, they are branched. And when we started researching the effect of amino acids on um, muscle protein synthesis and muscle growth in general. What they kind of found over many decades, right, is that um, one of the important factors of increasing muscle protein synthesis, which increases muscle growth long-term, ideally, uh, is that these branched-chain amino acids were very beneficial and they were pretty much required to, in, to maximize MPS, so muscle protein synthesis again. Now, um, though that has kind of evolved over time where um, we've figured out the ideal dosage of, you know, leucine, which is the trigger for muscle protein synthesis, and then um, what else is really needed. And it looks like, to sum up about 50 years of work in one sentence, uh, you need about 13 grams of essential amino acids to maximize muscle protein synthesis. Now, moving into BCAAs in particular, right? We see people use these to, you know, sip on before a workout, over the day, intra-workout, or maybe even take post-workout. And if you look at pre-workouts and, and lots of different supplements, you'll see them kind of just 
thrown in, and they're generally in the dosage of three to five grams. Um, and so what we want to think about is what 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 is this doing, right? Because if we want it something to taste good, say we want you know we like the the flavor of blueberry or blue raspberry or whatever it is, we could just use a you know a sweetener to get that flavor and save quite a bit of money. Um, so does sipping on BCAAs help? Um, short answer is no. And the rationale for that is because we're not having enough amino acids to trigger muscle protein synthesis. And ideally, you're doing that with your meals. You know, you're having three to five meals of 20 to 40 grams of protein. So you're covered there. You don't need it to, to do anything there. Um, now, there's also a bit of science to cover delayed onset muscle soreness, right? So DOMS. And DOMS is a result of unaccustomed exercise or a lot of times it's eccentric exercise or maybe you took a break and you're coming back and you, you get sore. Um, so there is a probably about 15 to 20 studies on DOMS and BCAAs and they're really split almost down the middle where some of them show a benefit to reducing DOMS. So DOMS occurs over 24 to 72 hours post-exercise um, and some of them show no effect. Um, but there is one meta-analysis that shows there's about a 9% reduction in DOMS uh, if you take roughly, I believe it was 5 to 10 grams of BCAAs, which is also at the upper end of what most people would take anyway. Um, so we have to ask ourselves, okay, is it worth taking BCAAs to reduce muscle soreness? Now, I don't know if you're like me or not, but I kind of like being sore. It's kind of a reminder of, hey, I work out. Uh, we never want to really make muscle soreness like a goal because it, it's, it has a role in muscle growth, but it's not ideal to be sore all the time, right? That's probably an indicator of you're doing something a little too much or a little wrong. Um, but it does remind us that, hey, we're physique athletes, we're athletes, we're gaining muscle. It's, it's just kind of like a, a mental check sometimes. So um, that's one side of it. The other side of it is, you know, if we do reduce muscle soreness, um, can we train harder? And so maybe you're an athlete and you really need to get in a lot of training in over, over a short period of time, maybe like a training camp situation, right? So maybe then, maybe, the BCAs are you are worth using post-exercise, because um, that appears to be when they kind of make the most sense and reduce DOMS, just so you can do more training. But the caveat to that is there's really no research comparing BCAAs to protein, like your whey protein, which has BCAAs in it. Probably most of them have a comparable amount of BCAAs as the supplement that you would take anyway. So that leaves us with the question, well, those studies don't exist, so we don't know if there's a difference. Um, and it, it leaves you really to make a choice uh, for muscle soreness at least. And personally, I don't know about you guys, but I think that I would rather use my money, my time, my kind of like choices differently and focus elsewhere with BCAAs. Um, so that's uh, number two. And number three that I wanted to go over is fatigue, right? We have a nice little um, blog on the website that goes over how fatigue influences or how BCAAs influence fatigue. Uh, basically, there's a few studies that show if you take pretty large doses, like 10 to 15 grams of BCAs, before an exhaustive exercise bout, um, you can go farther, you can do more, and you 
can um, last longer, essentially, right? And the, the idea behind that is um, tryptophan gets converted to serotonin in the brain, right? Um, now, BCAs compete with tryptophan in the brain, and that means that your brain is uptaking BCAs instead of tryptophan, which reduces feelings of fatigue because tryptophan is a fatigue um, protein. Now, again, there's not a ton of research, but the most kind of support that I've found for using BCAs at pretty high dosages, again, like 15 to 20 grams, um, is for this fatigue effect. And this is going to be for your hardcore endurance athletes. Um, there's nothing in kind of the resistance training field to say, hey, BCAs reduce fatigue there. Uh, most of that is structured around muscle protein synthesis or DOMS. Um, so, again, that's kind of like the caveat um, to the BCA world. But most, if you talk to most endurance athletes, they're not really using BCAs in that manner. So it's kind of a niche field. Um, so to kind of give you an example of when BCAs might be useful, right? So when, like, okay, so you told me they don't work that well, and they might work in this one case scenario. So if you have a low-quality protein, um, and there's not 3.5-ish grams of leucine, or you look at the, the BCAs on the back of the label, and you're like, okay, there's like one gram of all of them. Well, that's not really enough. So you can use them to supplement poor-quality protein um, and make a better-quality protein. Now, that's not why they were created. That's not their intended use. But there are a few studies who have essentially added BCAAs to whey protein, um, poor quality whey protein, and it's not as good as a really high quality whey protein with lots of essential amino acids, but it, it's closer. Um, so maybe you can bridge that gap if you needed to do that. Again, that's a pretty niche scenario. Um, okay, so that's basically the chunk of the literature on BCAs. To sum that up for you kind of quickly, um, you don't really need them to increase muscle protein synthesis. They're not as useful as just having 20 to 40 grams of whey. Um, the evidence is really mixed with DOMS. And, you know, if you're trying to get that 1% edge or you really are going through a hardcore training phase, they might be useful, but they might not. Also, there's a lot of response heterogeneity um, in that literature. And then finally, they do seem to be useful for long-term exhaustive bouts of exercise to reduce um, fatigue so that you can get, you know, a better time trial or maybe a better run or cycle or something like that. There's a, there's a bit of evidence to support that. That's probably the strongest evidence. Um, so with that, Again, uh, Brandon Roberts, CSO at Tailored Coaching Method. Hit me up on Instagram at brob underscore 21. If you have any questions, um, definitely open. Send your questions my way. Uh, this is kind of spurring our podcast going forward. So uh, with that, uh, I will talk to you next time.